Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word, we're in Ezekiel, the book of, of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 36. And I want to share verse 37 with you. And then let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about what might hinder our prayers. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am ready to hear Israel's prayers and to increase their numbers like a flock. So God is speaking through the prophet Ezekiel about the, the homecoming that he has promised to the people of Israel. And, and in fact, they would get to return from exile. There, there would come a day when, when there, there would be a remnant to return and uh, and yet, you know, one of the things that we, we know is that the, the homecoming that God's speaking about here, the restoration, the work of salvation uh, that he promises is ultimately going to be fulfilled in the life, death, resurrection, and second coming of Jesus Christ. It would be through the ministry of the Holy Spirit giving us the new birth as we put our faith in Jesus as we submit to the Spirit, open our hearts and allow the Spirit to dwell in us, this is the work of God to give us the, the new heart that Ezekiel describes as the Spirit leads him in Ezekiel 36 here. But what I want to do is, is ask you to, to kind of drill down with me and focus in on verse 37 uh, here and where God declares that he is, he is ready to hear their prayers. He's ready to hear the people's prayers. And that means, of course, that there was a time when God was not ready to hear their prayers, when He was not listening. There was something that had hindered their prayers, namely their disobedience. I'm going to read in the book of the prophet Zechariah in, in just a little while, and one of the things that we'll see that God says there is that they didn't listen to me when I called to them, and so I'm not listening to them when they call to me. But now, God's judgment has been poured out, and restoration would come. Uh, not because we read, not because they deserve it, but because of who God is, because of His grace, because of His love. And we hear, of course, here, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what we understand and know, and we put our faith fully in, is that Jesus Christ bore the judgment of God for us. He took upon Himself on the cross the sins of the whole world, yours and mine. And now, because of that forgiveness, we can be reconciled to God. We can come home. We can be restored to God. And in fact, we know that he hears our prayers. There's, uh, there's this portion of, of Hebrews chapter 4 that I, I think is so beautiful. It's talking about how Jesus is our great high priest. He, he is also, of course, the perfect Lamb of God. He's the once for all sacrifice for our sins. And, and so in 4.16 we, we read this, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Because we're forgiven, because we're freed of our sin, because we're adopted as children of God, because Jesus is our great high priest 
who lives to intercede for us, we come boldly. Imagine such a thing for a sinner to be able to do that. But we are made righteous in Christ, and so we can come boldly to the throne of God and offer our prayers and, and, and expect, not, not in an entitled way, but in a faith-filled way, we can expect God to help us. God is, in fact, ready to hear our prayers because we are forgiven, because we are reconciled to Him through Jesus Christ. Now, the, the truth is that God will always be ready to hear our prayers because of His grace, not because we deserve it, but because of the grace of Jesus Christ. But what we do find in the Scriptures, and, and even in the, this is in the New Testament, we find that there are things that, that we can do. There are ways that we can actually hinder our prayers. I want to share a, a portion of 1 Peter 3 with you. This is 1 Peter 3, 7 to 12. And listen for the ways here, friends, that we can, in fact, hinder our prayers. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. Finally, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and He will grant you His blessing. For the Scriptures say, and now, now we're, we're going to have a quote from Psalm 34. If you want to enjoy life, see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. And, his, and listen to this part especially. And his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and His ears are open to their prayers. And so, friends, in order that our prayers might be hindered, uh, first of all, husbands, husbands, let us honor our wives and treat our wives as a reflection of how Christ loves His bride, the church. And... Let us all live in humility, in obedience to God, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, that we might never hinder our prayers, the prayers that, friends, God is ready to hear. And may it be so in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. Friends, and until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.